0: Well, good afternoon, good evening. Uh, I was trying to bring in my audio to get the show started, but apparently I'm having technical difficulties. Uh, hello, welcome to Zero Today, and I am your humble host, Pastor Lorenzo Neal, hailing from Cajun Land, USA, here to put seeds of wisdom, insight, empowerment, and liberation, promoting the knowledge that is engaging and transforming, and as always, we are here for you, to empower you, our listeners, to knowing, being, doing, and impacting the world around you, and as always, you are welcome to join us on this illuminating journey, you may do so, several ways you can do so, the first and primary way is by calling the number to get your thoughts, insights, and world opinions on the air, that's 347-237-5230, hit us up on our Facebook page, the Zero our Network on Facebook, Facebook. Uh, <coughs> Twitter at Prophesy, hit me at the Gmail, Neal at com, and many other ways. Chat room is open, so you can uh, get your thoughts in on the chat room, too. And, uh, hey, we are here for you, and we're glad that you're here. Now, I'm going to admit I am congested. I am stopped up. I'm not doped up like I want to be. I should be doped up, but I'm not doped up. We're going to do this. We are going to make it through this. And I'm excited because I have a very special guest who will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. And the person of the lady, Jocelyn Sanders, Uh, she's the author of The Encounter. And she's going to be here. We'll be discussing her book, The Encounter, and some other pending projects that she has. So I'm looking forward to that. that. She'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour. But uh, to kick off, we got some got cu- a couple of good stories I want to share. One, really kind of crazy. Two, that's a rant for me, and I'm just going to let you know it's a rant. So I'm getting you in the vow. But before we go any further into that, uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for today. We bless you for being good to us. You're good to us when we don't even deserve it, and we just thank you. Now, as we go into the show, pray that your will be done, uh, your kingdom come. Let everything that we be. We said that the words of our mouth and the meditations of the heart be acceptable in your sight. We ask this in your name. Amen. All right. So let me kick it off with a funny story. I, you know, I, I scoured the Internet for stories, particularly religious stories and church stories. I, I like them because some of us church folk are just, uh, I don't even have a word to describe where we are sometimes. We just, we stupid, we crazy, we ignorant, we foolish we you name it we are so i found a couple of stories that i thought were just hilarious and uh i'm going to share one one involves a popular gospel artist the other one involves a pastor out of south africa um and we're going to talk about both of them Um uh, to the lead off we're going to talk about this uh this this pastor who um who basically told his his um his flock, that in order to get close to Jesus, they needed to, they needed to eat grass. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Um, uh, you, you you can't make this stuff up. When I was sharing in my Bible study today uh, at the church, uh, I, I, a lot of pastors, a lot of preachers are, are really kind of facetious when it comes to scripture and uh, narcissistic when it comes to themselves. And... This story is probably a combination of both. you know uh last week, uh, we talked about the story of the the pastor who uh, who um, was uh, trying to walk on water in the flooding, and of course, that story ended up being a hoax, you know it was a story that that had had been spreading, but uh it, it turned out to be a a hoax. This story isn't a hoax. Uh, this story is A real one And Where is it I just had it Now I can't find it Oh goodness gracious See when you want something done uh, <laughs> I had I had it up I'm, I'm going to get back to that I'll find it in a bit Because as um, soon as I Bring it back up You know Slow technology Yada 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 Up <laughs> Anyway So let let me leave uh, Many of you are familiar Many of you are familiar with um Leandria Jones Johnson, uh or, or Sunday's Best, you know, the gospel competition that is uh that's the, the gospel version of American Idol. And so let me let me go to this story here and, and then I i uh yeah, as soon as I bring the other one up we'll, we'll talk about the other one. But uh here, here is uh Leandria Johnson. She is she she is the winner I don't know which season, uh, of uh, uh, some of you might know better than me. I don't, I have not watched the show ever. I've never, I mean, I lie. I watched the first season when it first came on because, you know, I was just interested. Uh, that's pretty much it. I was just, I was just interested in the, um, uh, the show. So I watched, I, I didn't watch the whole first season. I just watched, uh, some of the auditions and, uh, I think maybe a couple of shows, in the interim betwixt the audition and the final show finale but anyway she was one of the season winners and she went on to i uh, guess debut as a successful gospel artist and last year um, she felt led or was led to open her own church in metropolitan atlanta area and um she is now pastor leandria johnson and you know i I believe if i read i read a little bit about her bio so her parents were pastors and uh so she grew up around ministry it's no surprise that preachers kids usually some of them enter ministry not all but some do uh so now she's pastor leandria johnson uh and she's she's been controversial since she won uh both before she she won the show and since she won the show, uh, the biggest controversy that was that uh, she ended up getting pregnant. and she, She's not married. Um, and she ended up getting pregnant after winning uh, the, the, uh, the show. She gets pregnant, you know, have a child out of wedlock. And now she has a child out of wedlock. She still is not married. And she is Pastor Leandria Johnson. Now, you know, before you say I'm hating on her, I'm not hating on her. I'm just stating the facts as they are. So she preaches. Uh, she preaches in the uh, uh, metropolitan in Atlanta area, and um, she had an interesting sermon uh, this past the first Sunday of the year. It was it's about um, it was about breaking free and getting getting uh, free of uh, those who cling to you. You know, you, everybody has somebody who uh, once you get a little up, they they, they, they kind of hold on to you drain you, you know, your for your resources, and so she was talking about that, but in the process of talking about that, she she lets some words out and uh, <laughs> puts something into her sermon that uh, has been making the, has gone viral in the internet, so let's listen to what Pastor Lydia, Andrea, she's talking about those who are clinging, those who are kind of holding you up because you're successful and it's time to let them go and you know but uh uh you know well yeah cut them out but here's her part of her message now i don't have this is just a clip it's a short clip of what she said um and she mentions a very i'm almost scared to say the word but but she bold enough to say it so listen to what she says here's a clip It seems none of my clips want to play, uh boy, this is gonna be one of those one of those <laughs> episodes, <laughs> none of the clips, none of the clips are playing uh boy boy, 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 boy. I tell you uh, we're gonna let me see if I can get those clips to play and and maybe maybe once we get those clips to play, um we'll be all right, so anyway. The long story short is that is that um she um, uses the word the bad word for breast the hood word for breast is what she uses and um she she says i i'm'm i, I am i can't you have to hear it because I can't say it. I'm afraid. Well, she uses the word "teddy," and um, as soon as I can bring this up, uh, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, I tell you, if it's not one thing, it's another with technology. But um, uh, you know, it, oh Lord, I feel bad. Yeah, you know, I spent all this time preparing and getting this stuff together, and <laughs> you hear it is not working. On. Well, my other story did come up. So let me get to the other story and maybe by this time um my uh my files will be working. So let's, let's uh let's get to the story of the African pastor, the South African pastor who uh, uh make made his uh made his his congregates eat gla- grass to be closer to God. Now, this is stuff you can't be, make up. You know, you, you want to believe that there are people who, um, you know, are, 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 you know, some people are just crazy, flat out crazy. But you want to, you want to believe everybody, every preacher is not crazy. You want to believe that every preacher is, um, is trained, head hard in hand, and that they know what they're doing. That's what you want to believe. That's what every everybody wants to you know. They want to believe that their preacher is you know they're called. They're saying that they're called, and 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 that they're hearing from God. So this preacher, and I want to make sure I say his name right. You know, Africans have some weird name. uh some some weird names here. But you know, Af- African churches are there. They're, they are out there. Some of them are. Uh, and they 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 are really 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 pushing the edges of some things. Where in the states we're becoming a little more liberal, a little more progressive. They're becoming more and more fundamentalist uh, and um, conservative in in Africa, except for those uh, you know the more charismatic churches, Pentecostal churches. Anyway, the South South African pastor Masego Daniel. Uh, claimed that humans can eat anything to feed their bodies. And he said that if they eat grass, they will be closer to God. Now, under his instruction, uh, he's the pastor of Rabona Center Ministries. Raboni Center Ministries. Uh, When he, you know, he he went out, he took them outside, and they began to stomp on the ground, and he began to stomp on some of them. But when he gave the word, dozens of them dropped to the to the ground and begin to eat grass on the grounds of the church. <laughs> you can't make this up, okay? And while some of them were eating grass, and there's a photograph. You can go uh, to Daily, what is it? Uh, Mail Online, which is one. It's a UK uh, DailyMail.com dot uh, UK uh, is is where I got this article from, and it's one of many. So. Several other sites are carrying it, and uh, so you could probably, you could probably uh, go there and and pick it up, but, excuse me, so he gives the command for them to uh, fall on the ground, they fall on the ground and begin to, begin to eat the grass, and they're eating the grass because he had a revelation uh from God that this is what they can do and and you scroll down, you see pictures, and I mean really they're uh they're they're it they're, they're eating grass and they're gra- they're eating grass they're proud that they're eating grass, and they're doing it because uh they believe it is demonstrating god's power isn't some uh there's several there's several stories and pictures of them doing crazy things uh and the pastor, he he himself, uh, he's just saying that God is at work. He's following God's leadership. And there's a lot of backlash. He's not getting it. You know, he, he's ignoring it. It's not bothering him. Why is that? I don't know. But it isn't. So, guys, I'm still having a whole lot of trouble here trying to, trying to, uh, Get this to work, and it is not working and don't know why it's not allowing me to do this, saying that I'm in my studio, but I'm not, and I can't get any of my audio files to work, not a single one. Lord have mercy. if it ain't one thing, it's another. I wanted really to try to get this um, up and running so you could hear, so you, you can hear the audio, but not getting anything. Oh uh, boy, I tell you, hate it when this happens. Uh, and I can't take a break, can't call, can't do any of that. I will tell you, but this is live radio, and it is what it is. You know, you do what you do. And God takes care of the rest. (laughs) Or in my case, Comcast. (laughs) Takes care of the rest. Uh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay. Anyway, well, there's two stories that I'm botching up on. Y'all pray for the brother, man, I tell you. Uh, This is not good. I'm congested and everything is not working. (laughs) Boy, can it get any better. Or any worse, I don't know. Alright. So the talked about this, but guess I'm gonna to have to segue into the next rant that I had and and I tell you, I didn't expect it to be going that this long, you know. <sighs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Alright. So this is the Martin Luther King tomorrow. Will be uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday. Uh, if he were alive, he would be 86, I believe. Uh, no, 85, 86, 85. I may be wrong, guys. you uh, excuse me on that. But tomorrow will be his birthday, and um, which means that the following Monday we will be observing his birthday as the national holiday it is. Uh this makes the thirty first annual observance of his birthday as a national holiday. Means that um uh all banks and all the you know regular regular um holidays will be closed uh federal federal offices will be closed. But uh, it has come to mean something different. You know, schools would be out, too. But it has come to mean something different for for the younger generation. <coughs> Excuse me. There are uh, people who are taking advantage of this weekend. It's another three-day weekend. So when you have a three-day weekend, you want to celebrate. And while... Uh, Nationally, on a national level, the holiday is to be is was designed to be or has come to be known as a day of service where they will have the marades you know the marches and parades whatever and uh there'll be a lot of community projects going on this this is has become the standard in observance of, of way of observing the holiday well for the younger generations it's It's become a little bit more than that. The holiday means them a party, go to the club. that's what you do and there are several flyers uh particularly on on Facebook that I have seen that if Dr. King were alive, he would be he would just be uh totally totally aggregated uh and insulted uh, if you were alive he's dead I believe he's turning over in his grave uh, one one such photo is uh, it's called a freedom twerk you heard it right you heard it you heard it right freedom to twerk Uh, M.L.K. weekend party, a freedom to twerk, and on the flyer has Dr. King, the likeness of Dr. King, with a gold chain pimped out, tatted up, you know, with bling on, and a young lady. Uh, I guess she has, you know, I don't know what it, she, but it's a young lady on there, but and another image of Dr. King from the 50s uh, uh you know a younger image of dr king but the party is about twerking you know and the first pe- first first 50 people get in free <laughs> and i just you know that kind of thing really upset me because of the fact that here you have an observation that is designed to be one of commemorating the life of an individual who fought for social justice and righteousness. And yet, uh, his likeness is being used to promote twerking, clubbing, the very thing that, uh, you know, I don't think he would be going for in this day. But this is what it is. It, it it is what it is. This is what young people are believing it to be. And unfortunately, uh this is what has become the norm for them. I, I think I got my audio up. Let me try to get this clip. Uh and I do apologize, you know, I just apologize because I I've, I've been all over the <laughs> all ranting. But let me, let me see if I can get this clip of Leandria back up and then you'll hear my rant on that. You gotta call your and
1: say, my on my head.
0: Now, now I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, I, I I can understand being real. You know, everybody all you know, keep you know this that's this is a new phrase out there. Let's get real. You know, I use that acronym. I use the word real as an acronym in my church. But there's a difference between being real and blunt. You know, there was a better way that she could have constructed that instead of saying "stop sucking on my." <laughs> and then she realized what she said. She said, "Oh, there's some children in the building. I hope they didn't hear what I said." Of course, they heard what you said. You said it loud and clear. They may not understand what it is what you're saying, but they heard it. And think about the members who are who who were there. They you know the men, you can you can hear the minute that she said that they just all got they got uber excited because she said something wrong. But you know. Takes away from the integrity. You don't. You didn't hear Christ saying anything wrong like that. Not explicit. I mean, he could. If 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 he wanted to, he could have been explicit uh, when he was dealing with the woman caught in the adultery, but he didn't. Nothing. That's part of the problem with uh, uh, preachers today. You know, we, we we're trying so hard to uh, be relatable and to be uh, to be uh, named among them. Who we are trying to communicate with, and, and that's you know, while that is noble, it takes away from the authority of Christ. You know, the preacher, the prophet, historically has never been popular. Has never said anything popular. Has never been in any way, shape, or form intended to be popular. And what we're having now, a lot of these imitators trying to be popular. What they're saying is popular, regurgitating popular phrases. And and I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. I've used popular phrases as you know as, as part of my my sermon topic, you know, title or something like that. And every now and then, you you know, you may want to throw something out to capture your your audience's attention, and to, you know, uh, I, there's nothing wrong with that. That that is a good form of public speaking. But when when you put in what she did, I mean, that was that that was unacceptable. And there are a lot of people defending her. There are a lot of people who are just trying to tear her down. I can't say whether she's called a pastor or not. I can't say any of that. But what I can say is that she needs training. <laughs> I say, I'm saying that public. She needs training. She may be called but you need training. Jesus spent time in the desert, in the wilderness, before he, he was regurgitating the message of John the Baptist, prepared for the kingdom of heaven. In his hand—that's what John the Baptist was preaching. Jesus preached. Jesus picked up that message. He preached the exact same thing. That's why a lot of people thought he was John the Baptist's disciple, or, you know, a reincarnation and things like that, he, because he preached initially. He preached the same thing. Then he got off and began to, you know, as people began to understand that he was different from the But anyway, I digress. Uh, that's the teacher coming out in me. But my my point is there is nothing wrong with uh, em, em, importing popular themes, popular phrases into your message. Uh, but there is a way, of, a manner of constructing it so that uh, it can be received. Now, I, this is just me personally homiletically, homiletically, she did more damage to the audience because now the audience is disconnected from the word. And if you hear the entire clip, you can go to YouTube and Google uh, Leandra Johnson's uh, first Sunday sermon, and you'll find the whole clip. I think the whole clip is just about 10 minutes long, if not uh, a little shorter, a little longer, give or take. But you hear uh, where she starts, and you hear the context of where she's talking and where this particular clip comes from. But nonetheless, my point is that if we are going to be a little blunt, we still need to be uh, careful in how we construct it, careful in how we present that. Uh, Like I said, she's she's already been controversial, but this is only adding to – those detractors and those, uh, she might call them haters. I'm not hating on her. I just, I want, and my desire for her is to get training. It's more than preaching than just having something to say. How can you deliver that effectively? You know, she, her audience, that's pretty much what they're used to. They're not going to get out of that. If they hear anything different, it's going to sound strange to them because that is what they have come acclimated to. So if they come here, a preacher like me, they're going to say that, you know, I'm not spirit-filled. <laughs> you, you know what <laughs> i tune saying? Even if I tune up, they're going to say, oh, they're going to remember what I said, the information, but they'll probably remember to tune up. <laughs> and I, I get that all the time because I surprise people. Some some people have absolutely no idea when I'm preaching. They don't know what they're get. My, my church doesn't know what they're going to get Sunday to Sunday. It, uh, well, you yeah, you, they have an idea. They, they're they used to me. They know I'm a teacher at heart, but a brother can preach, <laughs> and I know where to bring it. I know how to balance, but that's my desire for her, that she find that balance, and and, and not just for her, but for all these young preachers who, who are aspiring to be used by God in a greater capacity, you got to get out of the comfort zone. You know, being real means being holy, being uncompromising. And being able to rightfully divide the word of truth. Being instructed by the Spirit, the unction of the Holy Ghost. You don't need a man to teach that's what John said. You know, you have the unction of the Holy Ghost, the unction of the anointing to teach you, to inspire you, to give you the impressions of how to rightly discern scripture. And then you take that just you take that revelation, you take that that impression and then you present it in an articulate manner that would cause people to come to Christ. That's what Peter did. And I'm going to say this, and I'm going to get off my rant. Peter, untrained, not a seminary graduate, simple fisherman, but he was able because he had spent time with the great communicator Christ. He had taken the time to, to learn from him, had taken the time to be able to study the scripture. So when the day of Pentecost was fully come, and he was filled with the Holy Ghost, and he began to speak, the audience that heard him understood what he said. He went from Abraham and brought it up to Jesus Christ, and on that day, the Scripture records that 3,000 souls got saved that day. So that's all I'm saying for her. That's my, that's my wish for her. Okay, I got. it seems like my board is running good. seems like I am on the right track, and i got to hurry. I'm going to take a quick break, and on the bottom of the hour, we will have uh, Lady Joy. Uh, Jocelyn, I called it a joy. I just gave myself away. <laughs> Jocelyn Sanders will be here and we'll be discussing her books to the counter and a couple other things. So I'm going to take this break and, uh, and we'll be back right after this. Yeah.
1: Is it better to be more reliable or less reliable? If they can count on you, you can play. But if you can't, you on a bench. Benchwarm is what my dad says.
0: Oh, does your dad play <laughs> football?
1: No, but he watches it on the couch.
0: Oh, so he's a couch warmer. I thought it was funny. It's not complicated. More reliable is better. And AT&T is the nation's fastest and now most reliable 4G LTE network. At farmers we make you smarter about insurance because what you don't know can hurt you. What if you didn't know that posting your travel plans online may attract burglars? Talk
1: to Hawaii.
0: What if you didn't know that as the price of gold rises so should the coverage on your jewelry? Ah. What if you didn't know that kitty litter can help you out of a slippery situation? The more you know, the better you can plan for what's ahead. Talk to Farmers and get smarter about your insurance. We are Farmers.
1: You're listening to Zero Today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal At the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff I'm part of a place where I'm always challenged to do more
0: I am a part of a place where I can be involved
1: I'm a part of a place where everything is possible
0: I'm part of a place where champions are made At the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, you can get an affordable education with competitive degree offerings, diverse student population, and stellar faculty. Become part of a place where you can get everything you need to succeed. Become a part of the pride at the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. All right. Welcome back to Zero Today. I'm your host, Pastor Lorenzo Neal. I'm still talking. I can't believe it. I I, I ain't snoted up everywhere. (laughs) But we're glad that you joined us again. We're a special night because we have a special guest in the person of the lady, Jocelyn Sanders. Jocelyn, you're there. I know you're there. I can hear you.
1: Yes, I'm there.
0: You're there. You're here. You're there. I'm there and here. Well, welcome to the show. We appreciate you for uh taking your time out to be a guest on the show and um for those who are listening, this is Lady Jocelyn Sanders and she is the author of the book The Encounter that is available now and uh we're gonna have a little discussion about her book uh, so uh lady Jocelyn, tell us uh can you tell my audience a little bit about yourself, your background, your call and so forth and so on? Well,
1: I'm an associate minister and my um and husband's Church, St. John Baptist Church of Kendra, Louisiana. And That's a good look. <laughs> it is a good place. Come see us. Um, and, you know, I've been in ministry for over, I think it's about seven years now. And I'm just excited about what God is doing in the lives of his people and excited about um, where he's taking us in this season.
0: Excited! I I'm excited too. Huh? I I think God is doing it. well. I'm always excited. I don't you know. I'm 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 like the author of Ecclesiastes. There's nothing really new, but the way we in, experience things is new to us. And and God is an amazing God that allows us to experience those new things. So oh. tell us, tell us, tell us uh about your book uh. <clears throat> Tell us what what inspired you to write it, and give us an overview, and then we'll get a little bit more in depth about it in in a minute.
1: Okay. Um, the name of the book is The Encounter, touched by God, chosen for greatness. And the book is um, inspiration to me, and a season in my in my life where I felt as if um, I wasn't hearing clearly. So I've been through a lot of ministry and life, and and just this book in itself has kind of Brought to life some of those things, um, fear, um, failure, all those things—the things that the enemy could use is to come against you, to detour you, to slow you down, to stop you—but ultimately he didn't win because the book came out, and um, it's just it's just a blessing just to see it, to read it. I read, it, I've read it several times, and to get the feedback that I've gotten on it has been just awesome. God has truly favored this person.
0: I hope you have read your own book.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I made the mistake of not reading mine for a while. <laughs> it's a whole different story. I'm afraid
1: it's um, I think I'm about on my six or seventh time now.
0: This that post print. Post print. Post print, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you, I feel you. Now, let's 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 get into the book. Uh I, I've I've read the book and I tell you, I, I have to admit I really enjoy um what is presented in the book. Now, if I understand it correctly, the book is actually twofold. It's it's um, it tells a unique story. Uh, it tells the story of Mary from your uh, unique perspective. But it's also a journaling book, meditation book, a book of devotion. So let let's let's get into you. You have um, you present a unique uh, perspective of the story of Mary. So tell us about your your the 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 story of Mary, the peculiar pregnancy.
1: Mary is this, um, low virgin girl from the ghettos of Nazareth who, you know, is just like any one of us who's, you know, not in the limelight in the spotlight, you know, she's kinda of in the shadows and, you know, can use when he real to do a great work in and what a great work. And he takes her life and just totally transforms it. In an encounter. And an encounter is just an experience that you have that reroutes and reshapes and rechanges your destiny.
0: I I like the way you rephrase that. Reroutes, reshapes, and what else? Changes your destiny. Changes your destiny. Now, In this encounter, uh, you, uh, I'm sure you you're using the story of the angel and 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 Mary and Joseph and that whole narrative that we've come associated with, uh, that's usually only presented at Christmas time. But uh, right. you you, put, <laughs> uh, you bring out the fact that this was a God ordained, God intended event, and mm-hmm.
1: you,
0: you you have several things. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me uh, about. Uh, this, the cramps of <laughs> uh, conception, uh, yeah. Uh, power pregnant, uh, pre- uh, power pregnant with power. Pregnant with
1: power. Yeah. So yeah. Let, let's talk
0: about that. And I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, you talking about cramps of conception now. Now I'm a dude. You know, I know we got cramps, but you know,
1: anyone it's a whole can different... cramp. If it's not a leg cramp, you can you can experience cramp. This cramp is conception cramp. And you know, in in that chapter, um, we talk about how the crabs of conception are, they're uncomfortable, you know, and Joseph at the time in this point and place in his life, he really wasn't concerned with her crabbing. He was concerned with the fact that she had immaculately, uh, con had conceived a child, and he was trying to figure out what he was going to do. In the meantime, she's crabbing. You no, know, she's implanted the word of God in her belly. The Holy Spirit has overshadowed her. Bird is in her womb and the cramping is evident that something
0: is taking place on the inside of her. That that that's that's a powerful analogy there. Uh now and you make mention that Joseph and 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 from a from a male perspective, I, I probably would be like Joseph too. I'd be more concerned about myself than my would be bride, you know. How can I make myself look good? And I, I uh that that that's a that's Interesting analogy. Now, now go into the the the, the pregnant with power uh, analogy, and, uh, and then another one you said is about pushing the promise. In. Now, I'll be honest with you; it's sounds more like sermons to me.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a preacher, so sometimes you know, even in writing, it comes out. The gift doesn't never shut off. It, you know, it's regardless of where you're going. In the second part, with pregnant with power. Um, you know, that the Word of God is growing, in, and as a believer, you know that once the word um is is imputed into your life or it is spoken into your life and it takes root in your life, it begins to shape, it begins to grow, it begins to mold your life and i always um I always say, you know when God steps in you, he begins to shape in you because he wants you to expand your thinking. he wants you to expand, you know, where you're going he wants your venue, your avenue, everything to expand. But we sometimes we dull down power that's within us, because the kingdom of God dwells within us if we're believers in the body of Christ. But we dull down the power because we don't realize that it's the kingdom in us. It's not just, you know, something that just says, okay, we're going to flip the light switch on and we have a light. No, we have power back in us. You know, he gives us a, a glimpse of what it'll be like to, to be in heaven, by, to the access that we have with him. And what I love about being pregnant with power, there's all—you know—when a woman conceives that she's pregnant, um, after about four or five months, she begins to feel that child moving within her. We, we always have access to that power, but every now and then we get evidence of—you know—it begins to move, it begins to to act out on us. and, And there's always a response, you know, whether it's a ooh or a laugh or, okay, God, I hear you. You know, whatever it may be, that power is always, you know, right there. So we shouldn't blow down the power. We should recognize that it's something greater than just turning on a light, so to speak.
0: Uh, That's that's interesting. Um, I I was hearing several things in there. (coughs) Excuse me. And... I, I I see exactly what you're saying. Uh, a lot of people don't uh access God as they sh- could. Uh you okay. know, he's not only he's not only God, but he's also a a very valuable resource. Um uh, yeah. and I, and I like how you have, how you say power. Uh now here's my thing on this. Um when you you know, you hear a lot of people talking about you're pregnant with destiny, you're pregnant with vision or pregnant you, you I've been to a lot of Churches where I hear, heard preachers use this analogy of pregnancy, and in some ways it was disgusting <laughs> to me. In other words, it's, and, and in other ways it was just a way of ranging people up, you know, revving up their emotions, and they're really not saying anything, but the people are, are worked into a frenzy believing that something different is going to happen, and it never does, and when it doesn't, uh, you, know, they, I've, you know, I've seen some walk away. Not just from the church, but from God. Now, how 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 does this being a real, uh, how does a realization of this power, uh, how can it help the believer? And you may have said that, but in, may, go ahead. It's
1: about two things. We have to realize, you know, all those things, destiny and, and vision and all those things are manifestations of the power. But the power itself is the power of God to, to live a righteous life, to, to walk in love, and, and to be um, able to take what we know from the word of God and apply it to our everyday life. you know. But don't dull it down and just say, oh, well, that's simple. Cool. No, it's not, because when you begin to think about it, it begins to mold and shape your mind. We're very, and, and I mentioned that in the book, we're operating. Um, the very word that was spoken over Mary's life, is the same word that was used to frame the world that we operate in. So when you think about that, that kind of brings the power to a whole different perspective. You know, it kind of takes you out of that, okay, mundane, okay, I feel it. And, and a lot of times we, we miss it because we're looking for a feeling most of the time, but a lot of times it's just in our everyday actions and how I, I would say the gratitude that we feel that the power has been made manifest in our life. You know God's power, um, power of God unto salvation. It's power for strength. It's power for healing. You know, um, I believe that that power, the 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 way to access it, first we have to conceive it in our mind. You know, and as the people of God, we have not geared ourselves to be kingdom minded to even begin to realize what type of power we have access. You know, we 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 so busy operating in this everyday world that we forget that we have the kingdom, the heavenly access within us. And when we begin to become kingdom minded, we'll begin to see in a whole new sphere where God is taking us, where He's shaping us, where He wants to take us and lead us. You know, a lot of times He tells us that, but we shun that as a, you know, oh, you know, that's just me thinking that, or you know, yeah, that's that, you know, I'm just dreaming. But those dreams are conceptions. conception. That's the Word of God trying to take root in our life. And a lot of times we shun it because we're looking for somebody else to do it, looking for somebody else to say it, or we just flat-out lazy and just don't want to get up and do nothing.
0: (laughs) Ah, yeah, I know that feeling. Look, we're going to take a quick break, and when we we come back from the break, we're going to take a short break. When we come back from the break, um, I want you to explain the other part of the book, the devotional part and the journal part of the book. And uh, if we have time, I want you to put a plug on how they can get it, and tell us about other products you have. Is that all right? Sure. Okay, we're going to do that. We're going to take this break right back. We'll be right back. slow that you wish was fast
1: turtle
0: really a turtle
1: yeah what about you i'd rather be a slow turtle well mm. i know why because when you're slower you won't have to get in the street as fast and get ran over
0: but if you're a slow turtle and you're in the middle of the street what happens austin exactly it's not complicated faster is better and at&t is the nation's fastest 4g lte network I need you. I feel so alone.
1: But you're not alone. I knew you'd come. Like I could stay away?
0: You know I can't do this without you.
1: You'll never have to.
0: You're always there for me. I'll get you a rental car. use and umbrella. Fall in
1: love
0: with Progressive Claims Service.
1: Jackson State University is not just another university,
0: it's a community,
1: it's a (laughs) family.
0: And that's not all. Jackson State University is a national leader in biomedical research and development with world-class science, math, engineering, and technology departments. At Jackson State University, we're leading the way in technology and innovation. One Jackson State University, changing lives one student at a time. All right, welcome back to Zero Today again. I'm your host, Pastor Lorenzo Neal, on the phone with my very, best, very very special guest, Lady Jocelyn Sanders. Um, and she is the author of The Encounter. And I ain't going to even try to say the last part. I just like The Encounter. That's good enough for me. <laughs> uh, but Lady, uh, Lady Jocelyn, you still there? I'm here. All right. So now, uh,
1: uh,
0: talk about uh, in the last before the break, we were talking about the encounter in the different chapters, but there's a separate part, there's a, an additional part to the book. That's a devotional or a journal. Uh, talk about that, if you. For uh, we got about four minutes, and we talk about that.
1: All right, we have the Destiny Workbook in the back, and the Destiny Workbook just teaches you how to experience God. It gives you Bible studies and tools that you can use. The book is accessible for you to write in. Um, it gives you note pages on different people who've had encounters with God in the Bible. Gideon, Rahab, you know, Esther. It tells you um, hindrances to to divine encounters. It gives you some ways to encounter God. And then there's a 21-day journal in the back that begins to tell you, um, you know, where you take time out every day and you write about your own personal encounters with God and places that you want to go and start to go with God and your relationship and your walk with him. And I just believe that, you know, it will really bless your life. Also, in the back of the book, there's a prophetic word by Pastor um, Courtney Ortiz, who actually um, is a publisher um, of this book, TNT Publishing, Taking New Territories. And um, it has an awesome prophetic word from her that begins to just tell you where we are in this day and age um, and how we come against so many things. It teaches you how to overcome fear and how to walk in your ultimate destiny. Because we know fear is a thief. You know, fear will utterly abort your destiny with God and it'll keep you from your encounters or keep you from fulfilling your encounters with God and it'll just it'll just wreck shock on your life if you don't take care of it and fear is just no more than not believing what God's word says for your life it's faith in reverse
0: yep I've heard that one so now that we've, we've we discussed the book, tell, tell the audience how they can get a copy of the book, um, where it's available. And, you know, go ahead and put a plug in. Get, get a plug. You already put a plug in for the publishing company. Go ahead and put a plug in for the book. <laughs>
1: well, the, um, you can get this book at www.ladystanders.com, and um, it's available for you. Uh, we'll get it shipped to you. It's $15 to purchase. And it's an awesome read. It's an awesome tool to use for your Bible studies, for your Women's Day, whatever you want to do. Um, you can use this book for your own personal life. It's just an awesome tool and seed. Because I always say that this book will not only be a read, but it will be a seed in your life, kind of like Zero Today.
0: Well, thank you very much. Now, that's, how you, that's what I'm talking about. See, that's what I'm talking about. You put a plug <laughs> in for me. Exactly. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Now you have a couple of – oh, we have about five more minutes. you have a couple of more projects that you are working on uh share with those projects are and uh how they were inspired and go ahead you know this is another time to plug what God is doing for you yeah. and then I'll give you another okay. opportunity to plug to plug your church again
1: sure um <laughs> I offer um candles my line is called Hecentric, centric um and that was comprised and actually uh he centric. He centric. Okay. Instead of eccentric, is he centric because I belong to him. I'm his. And oh. I'm eccentric. <laughs> yeah. And so he centric um, is used, I use that word to say that I'm reflecting the glory of God in everyday life. And I have um, a candle line. Um, I have candles that I premiered. They're called Peacock, and it's a of a mixture of lime and mint that's my first candle out of the heat uh, centric line um, in March I'll be offering uh, lip gloss and eyeshadow from my heat centric line I'm excited about that in the summertime we're looking forward to t-shirts and tank tops for the summertime and um, probably a, a bold uh, bright color lip gloss and eyeshadow for the summer I'm just really excited about everything that's happening and taking place and um, I'm soon going to be working on the blog, um, just a whole bunch of things, being kingdom-minded, kind of be trying to sow seeds into the kingdom because I believe, you know, in our walk, we shouldn't be limited. For kingdom people, we should have, we should deal with kingdom people, we should operate with kingdom people, we should support kingdom people because that's our family.
0: Okay. Uh, anything for dudes? You know, I'm here in eyeliner. <laughs> And lip gloss. What about anything for men in a in a <laughs> And I
1: think you kind of being premature on that because that was a surprise. That was a surprise. I'm really interested in trying to bring out um, some men's products, kind of like, you know, uh, moisturizer and skincare and probably like, you know, toiletry travels and stuff like that. Because my, my husband is a man of God and, you know, he's on the road. He's going here and going there. And the men of God kind of, you know, they don't think about last minute things. So I kind of want to try to get something together for no, them. No, you don't. So you can have that, you know, your little toiletry bag with all your little stuff already up in there, and you can get ready to go and just hit it.
0: All right. Um, you were kind
1: of premature on that, Pastor Neil, but uh, I appreciate you for me.
0: Well, excuse me. <laughs> I'm being selfish. I'm like Joseph. I'm only thinking about myself.
1: No, uh, and that's
0: all right. <laughs> uh, all right, thank. You. All right, uh, a couple of more minutes. Uh, again, you tell uh, where you minister and uh Tell the, the website again and help others. Uh, and uh, for anyone, uh, the, one, the first person who contacts me, contacts the show, you can either contact the show at the Facebook page, go to the uh, Zero Network on Facebook, and leave me a comment about the show, or go to the show page, subscribe and like and leave a comment, or send me an email at PastorLorenzoNeal at gmail.com uh, about this show, and we're going to give you a copy of the encounter, signed copy of the encounter, and um, we'll make sure that you get that. So, uh, one more time, uh, uh, Lady Sanders, uh, tell us uh, again where we can get to your your book and where you minister and all that. You know, just go ahead. Free plug, free sure. plug. You got two minutes.
1: <laughs> you can get the uh, book at www. Um The church where I minister and me, me and my husband, we co-labor in ministry at St. John Baptist Church on 3378 uh, Lauderdale Road um, in Kendall, Louisiana. And um, we're doing great things for the kingdom. Come out and see us. We're out in the country, but that's where you have the best church out in the woods.
0: Of course. <laughs> amen today. And, and yeah, amen. The, the pastor is Dale Sanders. And yes, you're Dale his Sanders first uh, Dale San- oh, sorry. Dale it. Sanders Jr. Yes. Got
1: to mm-hmm. get the Jr. in
0: there. Dale Sanders yes. Jr. Yes.
1: Yes, because there is another Dale Sanders in Louisiana
0: uh, Well, thank you, Lady Joy, Jocelyn I call you Joy because you're my sister in Christ And my dearest friends And I'm excited about the book And um, I hate I couldn't be at the release But I'm excited about what you are doing And what God is allowing you to do in this season Thank um, you so much Maybe when I get married I can get some of that he centric stuff.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. You can
0: start with the candle now. <laughs> yeah, I you know, of course the candle. All right, so thank you, uh appreciate it. Uh and uh again to one to my listeners, uh if you leave a comment either on the Facebook page or on the show page or send me an email regarding the show specifically this show, you will get a copy of the encounter, uh, by Lady Sanders, Lady Jocelyn Sanders. Okay, okay. thank you, uh, Lady Sanders.
1: Thank you. And thank
0: you all my listeners. Now, I tell you, I was kind of upset because we had all this technical, technical difficulty at the beginning. But, you know, I guess somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, and we got right. I didn't cough up a lung. I ain't have no snot coming out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm exactly But But uh, it was a wonderful way to end the show. This is Again, as we said, uh, on Monday, we'll be observing the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King. I want to encourage you to do that by showing, giving service, giving service some way. Our young people here will be out in the community serving, as we always do on that day. But we want to encourage you, don't just use it as a weekend to be lazy. Kids, you're going to be out of school. Parents, I want to encourage you to get your children out. Go to a march, go to a rally, but do something that will be empowering to the child and remembering the man who brought change to this country. Till then it's Pastor Neil and we are out. We'll be back next week, the Lord will, for another episode of of uh Zero today. And until then, be blessed.